0: Coming to you live from the headquarters of Ariel Tours in New York, I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Off of the album Shir Khadash, Hashmi Iniet Kolech uh, That's his take on uh Shlomo Kalbach's classic Off of, I believe, the very first album that Rav Shlomo Kalbach released um, And it's become a very popular niggin today amongst young people I think they sing it without words and are not even familiar <laughs> with the origins of the song Welcome one and all, welcome to uh, our live edition of the Israel Show. We are here each and every Monday live, immediately following jamie and AM, 9 a.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Israel time, and uh, around the world. You can listen to us at whatever time it is right now. You can listen to us live, but you can also listen to us on demand whenever you like at com, You go to the archives, you click on the Israel Show, and Five years' worth of shows after today, <laughs> as we will be celebrating the fifth anniversary next week. We will be marking f- five years of the Israel Show. Wow, that's just beyond amazing. I thank you so much to all the listeners. Um, so you can listen there, and you can listen, of course, on the app, Nachum Sigur Network app, which is available for free at uh, the... Uh, App Store, the Apple App Store, and uh, for Android on their Play Store, I think it's called. And we thank you so much for joining us and making us a part of your week, week in week at our Facebook page, facebook.com/slash The Israel Show. Wow, we are at we we are four likes away from 700. Wouldn't that be cool if on the fifth anniversary we would reach that round number of 700? Tell your friends. Tell anyone who you think might be interested in a great show about Israel with great Israeli music. Lots of new music. You hear lots of new music on this show as it debuts in Israel, it debuts here. And lots of nostalgic music, which people love as well. So all those great features and lots of great stories. And I'll tell you something. We were ahead of the curve on a lot of the stories that, um, that you later heard f- about in other media. So... Stay with us, as you have been doing, and let's get more people joining us. Add more. Nelech Michael el Um After the uh, Udi Davidi song that we're about to play, we're going to tell you about this fascinating person whose name is Johnny Sruji, one of the uh, highest executives at Apple. He reports directly to Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple. What's his story? We'll tell you all about it coming up. In the meantime, before we get to that, Hine Mato from Uri Davidi. My name is Mayor Weingart, and you are tuned to the Israel Show on the Nahum Segal Network. <laughs>
1: כל אדם I'm <laughs> Ha <laughs>
0: Uri Davidi, Hine Matov, going back a number of years. He's got so much new material since then, and um, again, we're going to take the opportunity of uh, next week being our fifth anniversary to toot our own horn just a little bit. We are probably uh, one of the be- first to highlight Uri Davidi's music, even going back to the days of... Um, of and when I was filling in for Nahum and we would introduce new Israeli artists to the audience, and Udi Davidi was one of them, and uh, he's become uh, one of the mainstream artists, mainstream artists in Israel, and hopefully more and more in America who would recognize him as being a very talented composer, singer, and um, I believe lyricists as well. He does write some of the lyrics to some of the songs. Um, My name is Mayor Weingart, and you're tuned to the Israel Shand, the Nachum Siegel Network. We thank you for joining us, and we uh, hope that you will stay with us for the next, let's see, 50 minutes that we're going to be here. Okay, we're going to introduce you to uh, someone whose name you probably don't know. Even a lot of insiders in the high-tech industries have not heard his name, as we'll see in a moment. Johnny Sruji. Johnny Sruji is... um, a leader of uh, high tech has made his way into different uh, different companies, but he is um, Apple. Hi, he he is the person in charge of hardware development at Apple, and he's held in such high regard that he reports directly to the CEO Tim Cook, which is pretty. Uh, you got to say that's pretty amazing. Um, He visited Israel recently. Apple has a uh, research and development center in Israel, as does almost every major high-tech company. In fact, I think it was the head of Google, I believe, who said publicly on one of his visits in Israel that you are not really in the high-tech business if you don't have a research and development center in Israel. I mean, that's pretty amazing. So um, when Tim Cook... CEO of Apple, visited Israel, he met with uh, President Rivlin, and at this meeting, Johnny Suguji was there. And uh, the following exchange took place, you'll hear um, First President Rivlin tell about how how needed someone like Johnny Suguji is, and Tim Cook says, yeah, you'll find more of them, you'll let us know. <laughs> and Rivlin says, no, we're going to keep it to ourselves. Here's that clip for you
2: we have to have five or six more journeys in order to bring to, to a lot of, uh, you know...
3: If you find them, let me know where they are. <laughs>
2: no, this time we will keep it in secret. Today.
0: Very, uh, very cute exchange, but it shows you the level of this person, Johnny Suji at Apple, how important he is. And while the interview that he gave to Israeli um, television was in English by his request yet here's the opening part of the interview in which you hear him speaking a, a pretty pretty good English although a, f- a few words only here and there listen
2: Johnny
0: the Apple the is he Israeli? Is he Jewish? Wow. Who is uh, who is he? Well, uh, Bloomberg News recently uh, ran this uh, clip. Who is Johnny Struge and why haven't we heard of him? Our
2: number one objective, or two or three or ten, is not to be in the public or interview every week and, and brag about what we do. My objective is really to deliver the products and, and, and technologies, not to be on the outside to make myself public.
0: So um, the, the question that uh, I believe it was Bloomberg News brought up is that uh, how come nobody's heard of this guy? You know, everybody's heard of a lot of different Apple executives. And he says, well, my job isn't to be uh, in the public eye, That's which is very interesting. My job is to... Um, to uh, make sure that the the product that I'm producing, he's in charge of the hardware, producing the chips that that go into your iPhone and so forth. Um, that those are the best possible. I'm not about um, getting into the public eye. Okay, so Johnny Sruji was born in Haifa, and he is a Christian Arab. There was a reasonably large Christian Arab community in Israel. However, the Muslim Arabs, who hate the Christian Arabs probably as much as they hate the Jews, no, maybe a little less, but you know, have done so much to run them out of Israel that today the number of Christian Arabs really has has gone down a lot. In fact, um, 60 Minutes did a real hit piece on Israel, claiming that it was Israel's fault that the Christian Arabs uh, have been leaving Israel. Well, if you ask the Christian Arabs, they will tell you that Israel is the only place in the Middle East that they feel safe. What a a topsy-turvy world that we're in. So he is a Christian Arab. He grew up in Haifa working-class family, and clearly had a brilliant mind in high school. His, uh, one of his high school teachers realized that he has a, a very brilliant mathematical mind and pushed him to go to the Technion. The Technion, if, if you're not familiar, is in Haifa, and it is Israel's MIT, so to speak, very well-known around the world. He got his bachelor's degree and master's degree in computers, went on to work at uh, IBM, Intel, and then eventually got to Apple where he made a great name for himself um, and moved his way up up the ladder. Now, something about him personally, he says, uh, here's some quotes of his. Haifa is one of the most integrated cities in Israel. He says, you have Christians, you have Muslims, Jews, Baha'is, you have any religion you want, and everyone lives together in peaceful harmony. Integration worked for me. He says, uh, in, uh, in in a written interview, he says that. Integration worked for him, meaning he grew up in Haifa and didn't feel any sense of discrimination. He made his way up in... Uh, in Israel he was able to prosper like he couldn't probably in any other Arab Muslim country that's that's the bottom line um, here's what he said in the interview to Arut Stayum when he speaks about um, his his upbringing and his his growing up in Israel he he plays it down a little bit but clearly he says he's proud of 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 his upbringing and so forth. And he's surely not shy about Israel because uh, he spearheaded the opening of an Apple R&D center in Israel. Here is a clip from from the interview to Arut
2: Stein. My religion, my race, whatever. Regardless of who I am, my religion, my race, whatever. I didn't imagine I'm going to be in Apple when I was 10 years old. I'm proud of who I am, I'm proud from where I came from, I'm proud of the country I'm in. I went to great schools, I went to great uh, high schools, I went to great uh, university, as you know. And I did everything I can, and uh, from there, things worked out for me.
0: And I think the point that he's making is that he was given all the opportunities that one could expect in a free and open society, even though he was a minority within a minority. And yet he, he was able to succeed. Now, um... In an article that I found online from 2016, uh, Bloomberg.com. This is uh, this is I'm going to read to you a few of the paragraphs here, and you just get an idea. Really, really nice quote. Sometimes I wondered. <clears throat> this is not him speaking. Sometimes I wondered when he got an assignment. They were talking about him when he got an assignment, and within a day it was complete and perfect. If he was brilliant or just didn't sleep at night, says Sruji's first boss, Odette Cohen vice president and lab director for IBM Haifa research. In some cases, the conclusion was both, he says. So here you have Oda Kona, an Israeli Jew, obviously talking about Shruji in in glowing terms. And then Bloomberg News continues, the author of the piece continues, although Israel grapples with Jewish-Arab tension all the time, none of it mattered in Shruji's world. Cohen, Odette Cohen, who they just quoted, who remains friends with him, says their different backgrounds never came up. Quote, technical people treat technical people based on personality and technical ability. He says, you don't think about it. You just work together. The rest goes away. So um, this continues. This is a very cute story. Um, During a visit to the United States in 1999... Sruji used a 20-minute cab ride with a manager, fellow Israeli Uri Weiser, to lobby for a three-year stint at Intel's research hub in Austin, Texas. Now, Uri Weiser was not familiar with Sruji, and he thought he was Jewish. He he assumed. Uh, So Weiser invited him to an Israeli Memorial Day celebration, not celebration, it's commemoration, I think I would be an editor at uh, Bloomberg, I would have changed that. Memorial Day commemoration at a synagogue in Texas. Memorial Day meaning Israel Memorial Day, the, the day that we remember the fallen soldiers of, uh, of Israel. He looked at me and said, I'm a Christian Arab, recalls Wiser, who gave Scrooge the Texas assignment. I mean, he gave him his job eventually. I said, "Wiser says, well, come and join and learn about your environment. And he said, okay. He was sitting there. With a kippah, in the synagogue, and following everything. Which tells you that there's a mensch here. And clearly, somebody who's... You know, there are people who are very successful and become very obnoxious. And then there are people who are very successful who know how to keep keep it real and understand that success could be fleeting. And... um He's one of them. We have a few more clips about um, the technology that uh, Apple developed in Israel. Parts of the iPhone, you'll hear about which parts of the iPhone were developed in Israel. And um, also um, about coverage that I found about him on online from not a cheering crowd, let's just say. Not so friendly of, of websites. And we'll see how they deal with um, the fact that one of the highest positions in Apple is occupied by somebody who was born in Israel, even though he is an in, in Arab. Okay, here is uh, something relatively new. Yahel Sobol with Stav, autumn, which is what we're in. So we figure we'll play some autumn music. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network.
4: Should <laughs>
0: Yeah, Heli Sobol relatively new came out part of uh, we don't get to debut we don't have enough time to debut all the great songs that come out and we're only sharing with you we've picked out of the dozens of songs literally that debut in Israel every week we try to pick the ones that we think you'll enjoy most and uh, we picked that one a few weeks ago and uh, it's been waiting online to get debuted here on the Israel show. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Nahum Siegel Network. We're telling you about uh, the Apple senior vice president for hardware. His name is Johnny Suguji He's the highest ranking Israeli in any high tech company around the world. And he's very high ranking. He's, um, he reports directly to um, to Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple. And uh the story that you can find online in many places um, is uh, about a certain her- rather heroic, high-tech feat that he pulled off for Apple that um, saved their day in, in, a, in a major situation that they had. And um, as a result, just to give you an idea of how much he's valued, as a result, he got $10 million bonus in stock, in Apple stock. Wow, <laughs> that's pretty cool. That's the bonus. So uh, the one last uh, piece from the interview that we have, he tells, uh, he, he's asked by the Israeli um, journalist who's interviewing him from Chachot Stein used to be Chachot um He's asked about... Um, the place that Israel has in developing a specific part of the new iPhone, which is the facial recognition and um, again he's very he's he's very um, soft spoken in in uh, his, his, the wording of how he will present um, the place that Israel has in it but clearly he uh, he agrees with that assessment. We have learned that uh, in the iPhone X, the Face ID part was mainly uh, engineered here in Israel.
2: You know, Face ID is one way that is the fastest, smartest, most secure, reliable way to, uh, to, to unlock. I'm obviously part of the team here because they were a key part of enabling many of these technologies.
0: So in, in true form, it's so funny, in true form, he, what he does basically is, most, most importantly, he gives a plug for the Face ID <laughs> For facial ID, using it as a password. Uh, And that's what he spends most on the clip. And then he says, well, obviously, you know, they're part of my team or I'm part of their team. And uh, because they were responsible for the major part of the development of this uh, software. So, of course, and it's been said about many different things in the world of high tech uh, to all those who uh, think that Israel should be BDS, boycotted, divested, sanctioned, don't use Israeli products. Well, folks don't want to use israeli products don't use your iphone major part of it was developed in israel and so many other i mean there's a list from here till wherever of uh, israeli high-tech products and medical breakthroughs that were discovered and developed in israel and um you know, if we're going to hold the BDS people to their, uh, to their word, we should just make sure that they're not using, you know, so people should just walk up and grab away their phones. You can't use that, you BDS-nick, you. <laughs> now, I did some research, of course, about Johnny Suruji before the show and found him uh, mentioned that he, he can't be ignored, You understand, he can't be ignored. He's one of the highest-ranked, highest-members of uh, Apple's uh, uh, team. So an Arab website introduces him such. And this is just amazing. Arabs, they write, this Arab website, it's called Baraka Bits. B-A-R-A-K-A-B-I-T-S. Arabs have invented so many things throughout history, from the number zero... (laughs) yes, that's true, to guitars. I didn't know that. So it seems fit that the person behind the best technology for Apple's products is an Arab from Haifa named Johnny Scrooge, to be exact. You, you ready? They're admitting that this Johnny Scrooge is responsible for some of Apple's best technologies, Here's what they continue with. Where was he born? Where is Johnny Suji from? He's from Haifa. Johnny Suji is a Christian Arab born in the northern city of Haifa, Palestine. Yeah. Johnny Suji grew up in Palestine. I He, he doesn't know that. He later earned his undergraduate and master's degree in computer science, where, oh, we don't know, somewhere, maybe at the Technion, Israel's Institute of Technology. Shh, we don't want to tell. So I guess that's one way to avoid um, to avoid transgressing the BDS. You just. Uh, omit the part about Israel. Now, in Wikipedia, which is, we know, can be easily changed and manipulated and maneuvered, and uh, you've got to be very careful using Wikipedia as a source. We're just curious to see how they present it. But there it's a mixed bag. Here's how it reads. Johnny Sruji was born into an Arab Christian family in Haifa City period. He earned both a bachelor's and master's degree in computer science from Techno and in Israel's Institute of Technology. So Haifa is a city. It doesn't, it's not in any country obviously, it's just a city. And that's where he was born, into this Arab Christian family. So he happened to study at Israel's Institute of Technology. It doesn't mean anything but the fact that he grew up in Israel as an Arab with full rights with the ability to grow and to rise from a middle class family working family to being at the top of the leadership of Apple which is one of the richest and biggest companies in the world nobody nobody's ready to get not nobody but but the, the haters of Israel are not ready to give Israel the credit And most people don't realize it. They'll read the Wikipedia thing and they'll say, okay, he was born in Haifa City, wherever that is. If you're an average American, you may not know where Haifa City is. You might think it's in Oklahoma. Look, there's a Bethel in America. There's a Bethlehem in America. There's a Hebron in America. There's a Shiloh in America. I think, and one of the reasons that we're holding this up, is that we should be proud of the fact that an Arab Christian, and by the way, for for the same money, he could have been an Arab Muslim. Because you walk into the Technion, or you walk into Hebrew U, or any other university, and the Arabs there are part of the student population, student body, It's, and it, So it's amazing how you have such amazing examples of how, if anything, Israel is the opposite of the apartheid state, while the other Arab countries are closer to apartheid state than anything, because you know that you can't have a synagogue in any Muslim country, and you know, a Jew a Jew can't pray or walk in to a mosque. Jews are not allowed into Mecca and Medina. And this Christian Arab who grew up in Israel is very proud, as he said in the interview. He's proud of where he's from. And he's proud of the opportunities that he had. And Israel can be proud of the opportunities that they gave him and that they give others, and if if the other Arabs wouldn't be so busy trying to destroy Israel, they too could be very successful, and and many of them are. So um, I'm happy that we had this opportunity. I'm happy that I saw that interview because um, it, it it's so telling. It is such a telling story about Israel and uh, and and where we are some more music coming at you this is a, a group that uh, has a, you know they get a little static let's say a little, little bit of uh, controversy. But this song that they came out with recently, I think, is very fine. And, and the words are good, and the melody is interesting. Static Uven El Tavori. We've played one of their songs previously. Uh, Israeli, young Israeli group, the very in crowd in Israel. <laughs> I don't know if it's the very in crowd. Okay. Um, like it very much. So uh, we're going to share this with you. I uh, I enjoyed this. It's a combination uh, musical uh, musical uh, styles Starek Hakole HaKol Tova new coming off of uh, our debut list that we're working our way through my name is Mayor Weingart and you are tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network
5: that
6: Mizman Kvalu Yalda the album is <laughs> a very good album. It's 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 a very good album. It's a very good album. It's the
1: Lenu
6: let the of רואים שקבור קשה במדרגות, אבל הדאי, החייב לידאגות. יש לחגיגות, קמטים יפיעים על דרגות, והתמונות המטגרה שוחה מסיגות. אין המסקנות רק התיאור הדואי שגערו ממש לירד מגדל המים. איזה שגשולים שמיספיב ופוח על הקדושים מזמנת, מזדקנות, ואנחנו ידעו שאנני מחסים תשמעי, וכולה אור של השמש קבעו וניסחר לבגדו להגן La lane non è tova Ha connettova fuori al pom Pamata
1: portatme a La cima gambi
6: לא תמיד טוב, אבל זה תמיד gazaltit abayt feina baqasham shayradalano le tova
7: akol tova kon
0: a very Jewish theme. Hakol everything's for good. You know the story in the Gemara of Nachum Ish Gamzu, who always say Gamzu Uh Wow, we have such a uh, a busy morning. Uh, I shouldn't say morning, but a busy time. Today, uh, on our app, on the comment section of the app, we've heard from Yehudas, from Yitzchak, from Moshe, who uh, we hear from Yehudas and Moshe all the time, and Yitzchak, uh, we have a shout out who, uh, from Miami Harry, who liked uh, our Facebook page, and we thank you so much, including his um, nice, um, greetings for our fifth anniversary next week. So he put a like in. We have, uh, we're at 697. We have three more till we get to uh, 700 Moshe. And we have also from San Antonio, Texas, Yitzchak in San Antonio's tuned in. Wow. It, it's just amazing. And Moshe points out something, which, uh, of course I agree with and have, uh, echoed so many times. He says he's from New Jersey. The population, the size, the shape, more or less, is Israel. I think Israel's even a little smaller than Jersey. How many new songs does New Jersey produce weekly from a DJ, for a DJ to choose from? How many world-class tech companies say that without New Jersey, they aren't really in high tech? And that's without requiring an army surrounded by enemies, BDS, etc. And of course, that is true. And I answered back uh, on the app that uh, it reminds me of Ben-Gurion's statement that Uh, In Israel, if you don't believe in miracles, you're not a realist. The truth is, it's all a miracle. And I personally believe this is, um, we are on the road of a project called Yemot HaMashiach. Yemot HaMashiach is not a minute in time, it's a process, and we're way into that process. I can't tell you how much, because I'm not a prophet. But just from looking at the realities and analyzing them, and using our seichel and comparing to what our neviim have told us, reshit Michat gulatenu was too far away. Maybe just tchilat gulatenu would be the right expression. We are living in a miracle, and uh, as Chazal say, in balanes Makirbani so, the person who is having the miracle done to him doesn't always recognize. The miracle, because he's in it. We're in it. We're in a miracle. The state of Israel is a daily miracle. Have not had one day of peace. Have not had one day for 70 years which we could relax and just dedicate ourselves to growing and developing. And look what, what it is. You know, last week I believe it was announced that the shekel is the second strongest currency in, in that part of the world I mean that's unbelievable it is miraculous everything about Israel's daily existence is miraculous that we say in our tefillah in the prayers in the Shemona Yisrei, we say that in the Modim Bracha the the Nisim the miracles that are with us every day this is one of them it's the sun rising too, obviously, and the flowers blooming, and all the other great miracles that are that are God, but this is one of those <sighs> last Friday morning, an Arab terrorist who doesn't like that the Jews have been successful in the land of Israel wants to get rid of them like so many of the uh Arabs in the area want to do. He took his car and rammed into some uh, 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 Jews who were standing waiting for a bus at Somet HaGush, the Gush Junction, which has unfortunately been the site for many terror attacks. A 17-year-old Arab from Chalchul, north of Hebron. He was shot by the IDF, but um, I'll say unfortunately he wasn't killed. Um he got out of his van and tried to stab the soldiers who were shooting him but he wasn't killed. He's uh, still alive. He's he wounded David Ramati, a 70-year-old Israeli man. He was lightly wounded. But um Evan Ez, Evan Ezer Holhering, a married father of of six from Kiryat Arba was injured, badly injured, and he is in critical condition, although stable, at Hadassah Hospital. So, we ask that you pray for Evan Ezer ben Malka. Evan Ezer ben Malka, for Rufu Ashlema, God should be with him, and he should have a, a Rufu might be able to return to his family. And you want to hear the irony, I guess, I, I'm not really sure what to call this, From the room in Hadassah Hospital that Evan Ezer Ben Malka is in, you walk out to the hallway and proceed five rooms, five rooms away. And in that room, the terrorist who tried to kill him is being treated by the same doctors and presumably with the same care. They attack with cars and we respond with care. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if to be proud or, or, or to be sad. I, I don't know. I wish I, I would have a better handle on that. Okay, some more um, debut music, debuting music. Shuvi Eli is a pizmon from the... Um, Liturgy of Benay Edot Tamizrach, our brothers the Sfarim, written by Rabbi Yisrael Najara, very well-known poet, and uh, composed and sung by Yochai Ben Avi, who's again a young, budding Israeli um, singer-songwriter who uh, we introduced to this audience uh, years, uh, a few years ago when he when his first albums came out. We really have introduced so many of these new. New artists to uh, to our audience here, and we're very proud and happy that this is Shuvi Eli at Bat Ahuva Shuvi Atva Ani Shuva Hinea Amizot Ot Ketuvaki B'tochecha Ten mishkanidis Of course, is talking about God and so forth. Bati Do Di Shavti elai I've returned to you, my beloved one. Shevi Madi Betzelchupatcha. Sit with me in the shade of of your hopa so to speak beneli beitcha avosha arecha. build your home meaning the mikdash so i can enter the gates britakhukah there is a there is a covenant that is uh, written in stone etched in stone between us this is uh, Yochai Benavi and Daniel Zamir, another great um, musician from Israel, bringing you this brand new song from Israel. My name is Mayor Weingarten, and you are tuned to The Israel Show on the Nahum Siegel Network.
8: ahwa shuviat vani shuv hine imem zot ot ketova ki beto'kh etni shkanim
7: shuv elai atbat ahwa shuviat I am a man whos <laughs> a man whos <laughs> eten mishkani.
8: Yala, <laughs> yala, lemon
5: gampaq
7: afni madi she yeah. yeah. Say <laughs>
0: Yochai ben and Daniel Zamir bring us that beautiful Piyut Shuv'i Elay by Rabbi Yisrael Najar. My name is Mayor and You're tuned to the Zyoshua on the Nahum Segal Network. Thank you so much for tuning in. So last April, we brought you a story that uh, you probably didn't hear elsewhere. Dean Yisacharov is the spokesperson for the radical left-wing Israeli Jewish organization called Chavrim Shtika, breaking the silence. I believe that I said at the time that they are a vile organization and I continue to believe that they are a vile organization. They have one goal. Their goal is to portray Israel as a country with an army that is... A moral, a moral, that has no morals, no ethics. And what the way they do this is to encourage soldiers to come to them and report cases where the soldiers beat or mistreated Arab prisoners that were in their hold. I don't know. In my mind, you've got to be really sick to do this. Now, what, what's their claim? Their claim, of course, is not that they're self-haters. Their claim is that they're doing this in order to help clean up the army. There's a problem, so they claim, of violence. And they claim that this problem is caused because Israel is an occupying force. And so they're out to clean it up. Of course that doesn't answer why if they're out just to clean it up they don't deal with this internally why they run around Europe lecturing about the the injustices and the lack of ethics in the Israeli army why they appeared before the UN if they only really care about Israel's good they're founded they're funded by European monies, monies coming from European countries, European NGOs. In fact, it was revealed, although we haven't heard much about it because there's not much anti-left-wing media, that they were paid by the number of reports that they brought, meaning they got a bonus for every report that they made about violence that an Israeli soldier Committed against uh, an innocent Arab or an Arab that was in 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 their prison or or bound up or whatever, they'll get a bonus. So last April, Dina Saharov, who's the spokesperson of this of this Looney Tunes, in a lecture that he was giving, got up and he said, "Even I, I was guilty of doing this. I beat up a sold an, an Arab who was handcuffed and in my charge." Well, said the more sane Israelis, if that's true, then we got to investigate you and you should be held, you should be brought to trial because you committed an act of violence, which is illegal. Well, they inquired, they did an inquiry, they did an investigation, and this week the state attorney's office in Israel announced that it's not true. He was lying. He was lying in order to advance this because he didn't beat up an innocent Arab. Oh no! Says Dini Sakharov, They're wrong. They interviewed the wrong Arab. I did beat up an Arab. So I mean, how absurd can this get? How crazy can you be? He he, adamantly refuses to accept the fact that they couldn't find an Arab that he beat it, that he beat up. No, they went to the wrong Arab. You know, I think that they have. Uh, uh, they, they're so brainwashed by their own nonsense. That they end up uh, believing it, and uh, just uh, oh gosh, anyway, sorry to end on that note. I, that wasn't my plan, but we're gonna close out with um, Danielle Zamir or whatever part because we're late on time we'll we'll in the live feed, we'll um pat it down after a few seconds, but we'll keep it on the um archive feed, the whole song, Danielle. Zamir with Vargim Shahiti Mamsi from Uri Orbach's Ula um, B'Shabti Zuhu Sukkaryot. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for all your Facebook likes and comments. Thanks to the staff of the Nachum Siegel Network. My very special thanks, as always, to Nachum Siegel. Coming up on the network immediately after us, Yoni Pollack with after further review, new show covering the latest in the world of sports, and then the great Monday music marathon until next Monday when we celebrate our fifth anniversary. Following in the Aim, this is Mayor Weingarten reminding you that nice guys do not finish last. Oh no, they're just running in a different race.
7: (laughs) i of Oh, it's a But I'll Shalom, i and then.